Imagine waking up one day only to discover that everything you've always known has instantly changed. The home you've lived in for your entire life is gone. The roads are much different, making navigation far more complicated. And you find yourself in areas that are unfamiliar to you. All around you are elements that could easily cause you harm and there is no escaping. Sounds like a horror movie, doesn't it? Yet, this is the sad reality for so many wild animals today. We humans have exploited nature to the most, plundered and looted almost to the point of no recovery. Tell me, when was the last time you were able to take a deep breath without feeling smog gauging your lungs and dust particles irritating your nose? doesn't happen very often now, does it? We are in a state of crisis. People are dying while our leaders line their pockets deep. Great industrialist nations are exploiting nature for their own leads while paying no heeds to the cries for the birds and animals. Pessimism leads to weakness and optimism leads to power. Despite the fact that humanity has destroyed nature and degraded its resources, we must look at the brighter side. We must focus on the UN SDGs to ensure that we grow back into a blossoming tree of bountiful nature. Now I understand that a lot of us may not know about the SDGs, so let me give you a brief overview of what they are. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, or UNSDGs, are a set of 17 goals designed in 2012 for ensuring that all people are able to live a peaceful and prosperous life by 2030. It focuses on ensuring development along with social and environmental sustainability. Some of the goals are quality education, climate action, sustainable communities, amongst many others. You can go to the United Nations website yourselves and check them all out in detail. However, I do understand further that many of us may not be able to even directly resonate with these goals. Hence, it is imperative that we understand these goals and implement these in our schools and communities at a smaller but equally impactful level. I know I have been talking for a long time. So now let us take a short break. So now that we're back, before telling you about how we can implement these goals, let me read you a touching poem by Mae Swenson titled Goodbye Golden Eye. Rags of black plastic shred of a kite caught on the telephone cable above the way has twisted in the wind all winter, summer, fall. Leaves of birch and maple, brown paws of the oak have all let go but this. Shiny black mylar on stem strong as fish line, the busted kite string whipped around the wire and knotted. How long will it cling there? Through another spring? Long barge nudged up, channeled by a snorting tug, its blunt front aproned with rot black tires. What is being hauled in slime green drums? The herring gulls that used to feed their young on the shore 
puffy, white-beaked babies standing spraddle-legged and crying are not there this year. Instead, steam shovel, bulldozer, cement mixer rumble over sand, beginning the big new house construction. There'll be a hot dog stand, flush toilets, trash, plastic and glass, greasy cartons, crushed beer cans, barrels of garbage for water rats to pick through. So goodbye, golden eye, and grab and scop and loon. Goodbye, morning walks beside the tide, tinkling among clean pebbles, blue mussel shells and snail shells that look like staring eyeballs. Goodbye, kingfisher, little green, black-crowned heron, snowy egret, and goodbye. A faithful pair of swans that used to glide, god and goddess shapes of purity over the wide water. Heartwarming, wasn't it? This has been one of my favorite poems since a very long time, and it evokes emotions that are simply ineffable. The way in which it talks about environment and the effect of our activities on it is simply enchanting. Both of us know that the fact that human activities have been highly detrimental to the environment is no secret. But this poem captures it in a way which is just mind-blowing. Coming back to the actual SDGs and their implementations, tell me, where have you seen measures being taken to achieve the SDGs around you? To help you understand how we can be the creators of change, let me show you how my school is implementing measures in order to achieve the Sustainable Development Goals. Let us delve a little bit deeper into this. My school has taken numerous measures over the years to ensure that all of us grow into environmentally conscious citizens and proud activists. Now plastic has always presented itself as a gigantic problem for us. However, our school has managed to ensure that it is a completely single-use plastic-free zone. Rules have been implemented in order to ensure that students and teachers do not carry any plastic materials, including lunch boxes and water bottles. In alignment with Goal 6, Clean Water and Sanitation, as well as Goal 13, Climate Action, we have ensured that there are clearly labelled and segregated dustbins throughout the school premises. Each classroom has its own dustbins, which are also segregated by colour. The red dustbin for the minimal plastic waste we generate, blue dustbins for paper waste, which usually amounts to quite a lot honestly, and green bins for biodegradable waste. My school also has its own composting pit, where all kitchen waste and other such, you know, food waste is um, successfully biodegraded and then used as compost in our school gardens. To tell you the truth, the gardens are my favourite part of the entire school. We also have solar panels installed in the school which act as the power source, hence making us a green school. Can you guess which goal does it align with? You're right, it is SDG Goal 7, Affordable and Clean Energy. 
Now coming back to the implementation of the goals in our school, we also have a club solely dedicated to protecting the environment known as the Eco Club. Members of the Eco Club organize awareness campaigns and take out marches every month to ensure that students and teachers alike are well aware of the steps we need to take in order for environmental protection to be there. Being a member of this, I can tell you that collaborating with my friends and organizing these marches is a lot of fun. My school has also appointed two environment prefects who write and send mails to parents regarding the ways they can save the environment in their day-to-day life. Every month we also have an activity called the Earth Hour where we switch off the lights for an hour to ensure that we conserve energy. We also do numerous carpooling drives where the school identifies where children live and suggests possible carpooling options for them. You can also try doing this with friends who live near you or even your neighbors. Our school also enthusiastically participated in the switch off ignition drive aimed at curbing air pollution effectively. Every year the festival of Diwali is one of the leading causes of air pollution in India. But we as a school do anti-cracker rallies every year. Art is a medium of awareness that truly resonates with everyone, which I think you can you know relate to. Which is why we make a lot of posters and artworks to signify the havoc human beings are wreaking upon nature. Over the years, portable water has become a luxury which truly shows the sad state of our environment, which is why we as a school believe in rainwater harvesting and ensure that we never waste any amount of water. Waste management has become an immense demon in today's world with gigantic mountains of waste forming in all landfills. Our school does its part to ensure that our waste is not land up there. All the paper waste produced in the school which usually amounts to a lot is all recycled to make beautiful paper mache as well as paper bags invitation cards notebooks etc we have also partnered with government approved recycling agencies which effectively recycle all our e-waste we also gift plants to all the guests who come to our school in order to ensure that we do not give them anything that is detrimental to the environment but give them something which they can care for and nurture. Every week, cleanliness drives are organized, which helps in maintaining the sanitation of the school and helps students understand that cleanliness is next to godliness. We also organize school-wide plantation drives, which not only promote students to practice it at the school, but at their homes also. My school also donates books and clothes to needy children and NGOs helping them. We also collaborate with a lot of NGOs that help elderly people, blind children, etc. These are a few steps that my school takes in order to promote a sustainable lifestyle. It is imperative that we educate our young generation from a small age about such a lifestyle. I read this quote a few days back which was that Every journey has its own ups and downs and difficulties. However, we must brave through and keep moving on. This made me wonder that surely implementing all these measures must not have been easy 
it must have been such a difficult thing to ensure that all students cooperate which is why i decided to take an interview of the environment prefect of my school these are some of the questions i asked and here are his responses what do you think are some rules that students initially had a lot of problems adapting to well i think some of the major issues faced by the students were that when we initially banned plastic materials a lot of the students as well as a few teachers were not able to bring steel lunch boxes etc for quite a bit forcing us to make the rules stricter it was also a challenge to ensure that all students segregated waste properly for which we also added pictures of what goes where that is quite interesting tell me how were you able to ensure that primary school kids did not use styrofoam plates you see ensuring that kids are environmentally conscious is very difficult being so young they do not always understand the need or even the waste to protect the environment this is why we sent repeated circulars to the parents to see that they sent steel tiffin boxes for their kids in which they can eat the nutritious midday meal provided by the school and slowly and steadily cut all plastic and styrofoam use must have been quite a mammoth task right it sure was this journey was very difficult but not impossible and i can tell you that this leaves us with lessons for not only climate action but also life in general in order to make a change it is not necessary to take drastic steps small steps hold equal meaning so go out get a small plant and start by nurturing that slowly and steadily increase your home garden spread this to your community then your school i myself have been able to curate quite a beautiful garden over the lockdown tell me which are some of your favorite plants and flowers you know you can also try to inculcate the habit of sharing books amongst family and friends so that people around you do not buy the same books over and over again this will help you feel the joy that comes with sharing but will also help protect the trees from getting cut for new books the sdgs promote a sustainable lifestyle that must be inculcated into children from a young age which is exactly what my school aims to do the sdgs also encourage and motivate us to take an action against climate change and other such environmental and social causes make positive changes like this you can even connect with friends who live near you and go and clean by a close park we must step up and protect our planet before our rivers turn into puddles of poison our grasslands into desert and all of mankind fights out it is you and me who can bring our earth back to its true glory let us take a pledge here today let us swear to protect the earth from all harm and let us promise each other that we will build a greener and cleaner planet for the generations after us say it with me we stand for sdg i see the glowing rays of hope shining from a little star with hard work and resilience that destination isn't far